You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. I want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening and that uh, our audience that continues to grow. This podcast is about, we talk about music, movies, sports, and more. First, let me introduce our guest. I want to introduce our, our first guest, Reddy. Hey, hey, thanks for having me once again. You know what it is. And then we have Miss Alana Jane. Hi, dearie and Reddy. Awesome to be back. You know with those two, uh, usually if it's those two exclusively, it is a movie or comic book related topic. And today I am very proud to say and glad to say it is the Wonder Woman review. Woo! So um, let's start out with, uh, let's just go around and what you think of the movie? Well, well, actually, first, what were your expectations for the movie? So I'm going to be honest. Um, I have very low expectations of the movie. And, um, I, you know, I'll contribute this just some of it because, you know, DC has a certain way of how they make movies. You know, Marvel is always usually a little more funny, a little more upbeat, a little more you know, lively with, with, with uh, uh, levity. But when it comes to a lot of DC movies, it's usually very dark. It's usually, you know, not very comical, not very, you know, uplifting. You watch a lot of the movies. Let's think about Batman in general. It's semi-depressing. So I went into the movie originally seeing it. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, they're going to kind of disappoint me when it comes to Wonder Woman. They're going to kind of, you know, it's going to be a quote-unquote super feminist movie but she's not really gonna be the wonder woman i want to see so i was kind of coming in there with that little bit of a negative mindset but you know i gotta see it because you know it is dc but i was hoping for the movie it was and so leave it there and we'll, we'll come back and touch on what it actually was what was your expectations i have not seen a lot of the DC stuff. Um, I had heard that a lot of this stuff, and unfortunately the, the DC cinematic universe has, has writing and script problems, which always break my heart on big budget films. So, and I had heard that um, Batman versus Superman or the, the, the one that had just, I think it was that one that, that had is. just come out and, and she is featured in it. I had heard that she was like the best part of that film by, by leaps and bounds. Yes, so ma'am. I was hoping that her solo project or not solo project but like the project in which she's the lead um would be awesome and i was really really happy with what i saw and now that we've uh, addressed your expectations did the movie meet those expectations met and exceeded exceeded expectations i mean i gotta say you know I, like i said my expectations were low and were pretty crappy so as of right now i could probably consider it one of the best superhero movies i've seen in the last 10 years. Nice. Bold words. Okay. I, w- I want to address uh, the, the casting for a second. I think uh, Gail Gadot is, is that how you pronounce the last name? Godot? I, think so. I thought it was Godot. Godot? It might be Godot. Okay. Um, and I apologize. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Um, <laughs> we could all be wrong. I think Gail Godot was casted well for this role. Um, I, I liked her look. I like her expressions. Um, what did you guys think about the casting of her as well as the, the other cast as well? Chris Pine, you know, her mother, her aunt. I mean, we were talking about this pure casting. I thought it was probably one of the best casting you could do i mean if you know if we think about the amazons in general they made sure that the people that were choosing to be amazons were actual fighters they actually had some experience when it came to learning how to fight so even when they did the initial fight scenes in the beginning of the movie the, it wasn't 
it wasn't somebody learning how to fight. It was someone that knew how to fight, showing what they do to fight. And it goes back to the whole concept of who Am- uh, the Amazonians were. They were considered the best fighters in, the, in, in, in in the world. So with just off of those, the females in general, in the beginning, I thought the casting was superb. And then when we go to, you know, her co-characters, you know, all the guys, as well as, you know, we won't even talk about the storyline, just who they were. They fit their parts for who they were. They didn't try to overshadow. They weren't too big to try to overshadow. Mm-hmm. As, nothing as nothing distracting. Yeah, nothing distracting from who you really wanted to see and needed to see, which was her. I mean, the the, the cast itself was uh, methodically chosen to make sure that it wasn't a male-dominated role. And that was one of my biggest fears was it was going to be a Wonder Woman movie, but it was going to showcase everybody else but Wonder Woman or make Wonder Woman seem like she was a co-star in her movie. And they've done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved seeing seeing her. They did a good job finding someone who, like you said, who meets the expectation of an Amazon. She's quite tall. She's super athletically built. She's got big legs, big shoulders. She was she, a beast. Yeah, she, she was a monster. And, and she happens to have a very beautiful face, but the way that she was performing, her beauty was like maybe the third or fourth most interesting thing yeah, about her yeah. instead of maybe the only thing that's interesting as we, we often see with women characters, particularly in a big Hollywood project. So like her earnestness, her passion for warfare her humanitarianism her amazing athletic prowess and, and powers and then also she's gorgeous and those are the two things <laughs> that i loved about her ca- the casting her you know despite you know certain middle eastern countries didn't want her because of her ethnic bank background we can talk right. about that later but who she was her look her build her passion for the movie mm-hmm. preceded everything the casting of her was probably the best thing, the best casting you could great. ever have for Wonder Woman. I mean, and Wonder even, Woman needs that dark hair. She gotta have. She the dark has to have the dark hair. hair, but not even only that. Like the thing I loved about, say her name so I don't say it wrong. I think it's Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot was her facial expressions, mm-hmm. and and I, I know that that may sound weird, but like when she was in love, you can see it. When she was, I'm ready to kick your ass. You could see it. When even she was like. I'm I'm distraught. I'm I'm confused. It was it was clear and defined. Even if you had the the movie on mute, just looking mm-hmm. at her expressions, her body language, her face, she was such a good actress. Where you didn't need to hear the movie to know how she felt because she expressed it in every fiber of her being. She made sure that you knew what it was just off the look. And I also I read some more background on her and um, being Israeli. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually mm-hmm. had a military tour. Yep. So she like she went through basic training. Mandatory. Um, in some of her other film work, she's done her own stunts. So she did a bit of stunt Bath work in this project too. Yeah. And so I like I, I like that for two reasons. One, it's rare it's rare in a woman actress for them to do their own stunts. Yep. Um, it's awesome for in a superhero movie in particular because you get to do more things with your camera and cheat less with CGI if your leads are very physical. So I liked I liked those two parts a lot. And it also just like. To me, there's a there. I like to make fun of this all the time, but like um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man franchise, <laughs> like the contrast between the CGI and then they like drop Tobey in front of the camera and have yeah. him pull off the the mask. You're like, come yeah. on, right? Like it just it's not there. But here, I I couldn't catch her stunt woman. I couldn't catch the CGI. Like it because, was just really massive. Because the done. thing I loved is even the parts that had CGI, mm-hmm. she was still the person doing it. Like, right. like she's in front of that green screen. Yeah, she was in done. front of the green screen, and you <laughs> added the rope, or you added the effects. Like the the thing that makes me 
even more passionate about how wonderful she was as an actor. And I'm going to bring this up now because I, I, I think this was the most amazing thing possible was a majority of this movie. This lady was full-blown pregnant. Yeah. Like, she had a fetus inside of her and she was still like, yeah, I'm still doing my own studs. <laughs> Like, forget what y'all have to say. Like, I am that much of a beast where I know I'll, I'll protect my child, but I'm going to make sure that also, this I'm is me. all my checks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's I, awesome. I do want to piggyback on some of the things that both of you have said. Please, is, um, in. I'm going into uh, what Ms. Jane said. So Gal Gadot has, she's she's been trained in swordsman, kung fu, kickboxing, mm-hmm. capoeira, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Krav Maga, of course. And Krav Maga. And she was a, a sports trainer for the Israeli defensive uh, forces. Yes. So I think that is something that I did take away. Not knowing, without knowing that, like as the things you mentioned, you can definitely tell that the athleticism, the, the realness yeah. in the physical attributes that she had that presented for Wonder Woman. Those yep. fight scenes were believable. The thing that we had a problem with that I said with Iron Fist with Danny Rand, I didn't believe those fight scenes weren't real to me. Yeah. And in this, they were real. Like, of course, we know it's not. But, you know, they presented real. It felt real. The things I did want to mention as well that you touched on on her acting. Uh, there was a scene in particular where it's with her and Chris Pine. And uh, spoiler alert, if you listen to this podcast, you know our yeah, podcast yeah. has spoilers. So just get used to it. But... um is that scene where her and Chris Pine and he's basically telling her like, there is no Aries. And Mm -hmm. to me that, that scene really captured how well of an actor she is more so than I even took from him. Like he did, he did a good job. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, he was solid in that, in in that scene particular, there is a, a portion where you can just tell that she's trying to think through the information that she just, that he just gave her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that is that's a, that's a life changing event for for people, you know. What I'm saying the thing that you believed your whole life, without a doubt, without a doubt, somebody is now telling you and and, and to a certain extent proving to you that is false. And you can just without, like I said, there's no not much dialogue for her in that little scene, but you can tell that she's racking her brain and trying to wrap her mind around that. And to me, that's again what I consider the epitome yeah. of 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 acting is capturing those moments that don't have words, but you still understand what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. I just want to touch on before we leave uh, casting. I loved seeing all of the women on t- ready. How do you say the name of the Island? Oh, you talking about Temascara? Yeah. Temascara. All the different women, all the racial diversity. And then I loved her mom and her auntie, uh, our older women actresses. And I love seeing an, a yeah. woman who's not 35, like on screen. You just, you just, you don't get to see it as much as I really want to. And I thought they were both great. I loved that they showed the island as a, you know, it's a, it's a paradise without utopia. men. Yeah, yeah. It's a utopia. And like, there were none of this sort of, sort of cheap tropes about what it's like when women are alone together. Like, <laughs> like there wasn't, there weren't any catty jokes. There weren't any like cheap lesbian jokes. Mm-hmm. Like they were just honestly like a family and also, like, taking their responsibilities as protectors of the world it deadly was, seriously. Like, they're was, super organized army. Like, I, I love seeing all the casting of the different women. But with I, that, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, before we switch, because uh, I love that. And I'm uh, again, I'm not going to touch on the story. But when it comes to that casting, like you said, one of the main things I, I, I love that you said was the diversity. Mm-hmm. Because when we look at the comic books, when we look in the past of who the Amazons were... Amazon didn't give a fuck about your race. 
Right. You could be Indian. You could be Mexican, white, whatever. If you were a woman that somehow made it to Themyscira, they wanted to make sure that no one could fuck with you. And a true d- meritocracy. Too. Yeah. And just like D-Ray was said is, you know, I love the fact that, you know, Gal Gadot, she had such a broad background of her martial arts where mm-hmm. they even showed throughout the movie from every aspect from beginning to the end that every Amazon, even though she was the epitome of the Amazons. You can't mess with me because I've been training since I was created, since I was born, since I came to the island. I do this every day. I do this every day. This is my Mm -hmm. life that Mm -hmm. you think you have me, but I promise you with a bow and arrow and a sword, I can do more than you can do with Mm. a gun. Oh, and I really liked, I really, I liked the conflict between the aunt and the mother because I think it was really real Mm -hmm. and and th- but it was like they were both loving Diana so much on two different aspects. Yeah, and they were allowed to love her in their own way, and like they worked out the conflict. And then we eventually see that Diana's uh, mother agrees for her to be trained. But b- before we even go into the story, mm-hmm. one thing I want to say about the casting that you you brought yeah. up that I love, where they didn't make Diana's mom or her auntie these twenty two year old uh-huh. bom- um, bombshells, where they were just like the gorgeous woman. They, don't get me wrong, they were beautiful. Yeah, but kind of sending uh, Robin Ryder kind of like what you true. said. With Diana, the beauty was always a back seat. Yeah. Because their who they were, how they portrayed their 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 character was I am strength incarnate. Yeah. One was I am a ruler and in, in, in I'm not a woman ruler because that's what I think a lot of people had to see the difference with. I wasn't a she wasn't a woman ruler. She was, she was no was one's ruler. queen. Yeah. She was the queen. Like, her title was queen just because she's a woman, but there's no king around. Like it was her. And then the auntie, it wasn't she's a great female warrior she no she is the best warrior period because they mm-hmm. even brought up they brought up a little bit of you know the whole zeus and the war of the gods in the background yeah. and the thing that they said that i love the most is she was the greatest warrior not yes. the greatest woman warrior the greatest warrior period mm-hmm. and that that to me shows you know that whole feminine concept but also like that it, it gave it put the place of the amazon to who they really were in that universe they were the best by far including any including Danny Rand any of those other people they were the best warriors in the world they yeah. trained every day they learned everything they were unstoppable on most concepts no man could fuck with them because who they were oh yeah and I actually a quick shout out to the actor I think it's David Thewlis who was uh Aries mm, because mm. when we when we meet when we meet the character he seems like so stiff upper lip sort of classic British English guy <laughs> light. And then when it's revealed that that's actually Aries's modern like body right now, like I was like, really? But then like he really brought it. Like yeah, the more yeah. he talked, the scarier he was. Like the more he brought in the energy, and the more you started to and, believe it. And I liked it because he doesn't look anything like how you would imagine you Aries. Aries. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I was watching the movie, uh, I can honestly say. He was one of the last people I thought would be Aries. Exactly. And then even when he came out as Aries, it's like a I was classic like, red herring thing. Like it's the old school. Even when he came out as Aries, I was kind of like, yeah, they fucking with us. And until the point when he put on his armor, yeah. the full Aries armor that I mean, anybody in any comic book knows because the ar- armor stays the same for it's Aries. Very, you yeah, knew like, iconic. yo, that's that's really Aries. Oh shit. It was a long trickster yeah. game to make but the whole thing happen. That's Aries, because Aries was never about like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. He he was not. Oh, and I'm not directly violent. Yes, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm gonna make often. sure that you you feel it like because one again. I, I know this is a little off topic, so I apologize. But the storyline I loved about Aries was when when they when they divulged who he was. He was like, 
I never directly did anything. I didn't do I was, shit. He, he was me? almost the devil. He was. <laughs> he was I, a devil. I whispered in the air and gave him thoughts. I whispered in the air and gave him gave him visions. I whispered in the air and gave him that you know last little bit of formula. But I never, I never one time made them do anything they didn't want to and do. And see how shitty they are that they act on my suggestions. And if they were worth it, they that's wouldn't do Aries. It. I yeah. incite war. I don't cause war. Yeah, I don't swing the hammer normally. I just want to touch on a, a couple of things that you, you both mentioned a, a while ago. In One of the things I did want to mention is that scene that you talked about between the queen and the aunt, or mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. mother and the aunt. The thing that I wanted to touch on about that scene in particular is the idea of the fact that they came to a peaceful resolution, mm-hmm. even though they were so stringent, opposed to the opposite's ideas. Mm-hmm. And just that idea that these strong, powerful women came to a peaceful resolution without being catty, without without being catty, without being malicious, without and and no under- hair pulling, nobody had to spend a night in jail. Exactly, <laughs> and really understanding <laughs> the other person's perspective. And I just thought, to me, that just spoke volumes of a leader of of, of yeah, a true leader understands. You know, I have my beliefs. You have your beliefs. That doesn't mean I'm that I'm wrong. Doesn't mean that you're right. Yeah. But let's figure out. How we can make this work. And with what you said, the, the part I love. Intellectually. The part I love that, that, that showed that without a doubt is when the, the, the mom or the queen, whatever you want to call it, saw them finally training and she didn't go bad. She didn't say, go, you know, cut this bitch's head off, take this bitch to a dungeon. She was just like, okay, if you're going to train her, make sure she's better than yeah, everybody. That was really No moving. one should be able to defeat her. She better be by far the best person work her it. harder than anybody else anybody because that, yeah. that, that that's like that middle ground like i never wanted her to be trained but yeah you're, you're kind of gonna... right you showed me in so many capacities she needs to learn so we're gonna make sure that there is no yeah. one like her and it's a nice demonstration of uh like you were just saying dear about what leadership really mm-hmm. is a really good leader changes their mind in the presence of new information or a better idea and that's a major thing and that's what the one thing i really loved about this movie where they showed because if you look at some of the depending on what storylines you go they sometimes make amazon seem like brute um like um savages mm-hmm. like they're just all about don't war. Think, yeah but this showed like yes they are war-esque people because that's what they were tasked to do but they are intelligent they're analytical they are that they, they think before they strike and that was beautiful to me even even with one of my favorite scenes and i will say this is when diana was truly fighting her auntie and they were going at it and you know she she's trying to teach her never put your guard down she didn't you know she didn't do that extra stuff that you see a lot in a lot of guy movies where i'm gonna directly hurt you when you do the mistake i'm gonna show you the mistake i showed mm-hmm. you the mistake become better at it and then when diana came back and you know did the whole gauntlet thing of yeah. course diana was confused which is dope because she didn't know her power and i'm glad that they made it that way and they left it a mystery for they a left while. It a mystery for mm-hmm. mo for uh, two and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. Where it, unless you knew one of the multiple storylines, because if you know, if y'all didn't know, Diana has or Wonder Woman, whatever you want to call her, has multiple storylines or multiple backgrounds or multiple Arcs, things yeah. she could have been. She, if we go by one storyline, she could have been a regular person that got gauntlets. Um, another storyline, she could have been made from clay. But they use the most powerful version of Wonder Woman, and that's why I truly love this movie because. When you say, spoiler alert, when you when you say, no, she's not just made from clay. No, she's not an Amazon. And wait, I got to go back for one quick second. Is I loved 
in the beginning where the mom says, leave it to the Amazon because you're not an Amazon. And that yeah. was one of those Easter eggs. You kind of hit that if you didn't really get it. Yeah. Because if she was made from clay, she would automatically be an Amazon. Right. Because that's how a lot of Amazons are made. But yeah. when she said, you are not an Amazon, it kind of hit you with, and what the fuck? And it was is a she? little, it's a little ambiguous because a lot of times people will talk like that, meaning like you're not, a, you're not an adult yet, or like you're not, right. a, you're not a fully fledged member of whatever. Yeah. So, it, so yeah, like it kind of, it kind of contributed to the mystery. But they that she foreshadow would say that. that concept of you may not be an Amazon, but you on a whole nother level be, yeah. because you're. Remember, even when they talked about the sword again, spoiler, the sword as a god killer. The mom said something that. I'm, as I'm thinking about it now that I love, but you don't catch in the movie, this sword is not for you. Mm-hmm. This is, you, you can't handle the sword. And it wasn't because she truly believes she can handle it because she know like this sword ain't shit to who you are. Right. You on a whole nother level. You think this is a real God killer? Mm-hmm. You were born as a God killer. And for me, when I was watching the movie, I went to go see with my girl and a couple of friends. And when they said, you know, this is a God killer, I, I remember watching and I was like, there's no sword in any mythology that we've ever seen, in any comic book, any even in Greek mythology that can kill a god, I was like, the only thing that can usually kill a god is either a demigod or a god. And my my mind went straight to maybe she's a demigod. Now I'm like, no, 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 she can't be a demigod because Amazons are technically kind of lower gods. Right then and there, I kind of hit like, I hope to God they're going with the right storyline. Oh, and nice. right at the end when they're like, you really are the god killer because you are a god. My heart like. I had the biggest cheese in my life. I was like, yes. Give Diana the role she's supposed to have. She's supposed to be on. Yeah. People don't know. Diana has always been more powerful than Superman. Mm-hmm. People always believe. She's so powerful. She is. She, she can do all his tricks, actually. She can do almost. And, 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 and in she this, doesn't have the kryptonite thing. In this movie, <laughs> they, they didn't show the fact that she could fly. But, you know, eventually, depending on the storyline, she, you know, she can fly though. and all that stuff. But. <laughs> One uh, little tidbit that most people don't know is they always think that her gauntlets or her, her cuffs are just to avoid bullets. Diana can get shot with a bullet and does nothing. She's different from Superman that concept with one the gauntlet. She doesn't she doesn't like to get shot. Superman's like fuck it, shoot me. I don't worry about it. She's like, why the fuck would I let it shoot me when I can just deflect it? One, but they also gave it Easter egg. Is if you remember in the beginning. They said something along the lines that you should never take off your gauntlets. Mm-hmm. When we look at the storyline in every comic book, do any of y'all know what happens when she takes off her gauntlets? I don't know. I don't know. So the gauntlets are power suppressors for her. Because are the, they? Yeah. That's awesome. Because her power of her, when, when we go to God's storyline, she has the strength of the strongest God, which is stronger than Hercules, stronger than Zeus. But when she takes off those cuffs, she becomes psychotic because her power is so powerful. She can't control oh. the power. So she's not, she can only take those cuffs off when she's ready to murder somebody. So because she's she, basically Jean Grey. Basically, if you, if you think about the mental uh, blocks that Jean Grey has, yeah. She's more powerful than Superman in pure strength. But if she takes off her gauntlets, she can no longer control who she is. She can't bear she it. She becomes basically in psychotic rage beyond more powerful than Superman as well as the one thing Superman never has and we've seen it in Superman vs. Batman he has no training he's just a powerful son of a bitch that can punch very hard Diana has been trained by a if you you call a cult you can the best the strongest wars in the universe not world I want y'all to get that the universe of DC she's been trained in every kind of concept of fighting where she takes off those gauntlets and someone's not there to stop her 
there's no one to stop her. So I'm done. What did you think of just the story in general? What was your your viewpoint? I was on? um I was into it. Like it's 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 a super over the top story to do like a straight mythology. Like what is Diana's quest? I'm gonna I'm gonna find and slay Ares. Like it doesn't get more epic than that. Like and it it could have been. There's a lot of ways they could have messed it up, even though even though it's classic because it's just like so cheesy like it could be ridiculous when she says i need to find and slay aries but like she's so convincing she's so earnest she's so like these are the facts like obviously i'm i'm here to kill the the god of war um and she and we get we're, we're kind of viewing it through chris pine's character because he's the hu- like he's the yeah, human encountering the this woman and when when he when they're like discussing background and she's like yeah my mom made me out of clay and she's being deadly serious and like if in a, in a lesser actress's hands, um, it would have been we, a joke. It would, yeah, it would have been. It, he would have laughed at it, and he's like sort of privately like being skeptical, and yeah. so so are we. But like, it's you're still like right there with it. Yeah, but you can you can see that and, he believes that she mm-hmm. believes what she's saying. And he like, doesn't believe it, but yeah. he can he sees that she believes it. Yeah, and and so he's like, okay, so I'm stuck on this boat with this crazy person. Let me see how long, how long this is gonna last. But but then e- she just picks up speed. Like, but th- even but- with the concept, I'm just gonna interrupt you, and then I want you to continue. But yeah. even the concept of being stuck on the boat, if the, the fates, the reason why I want to give him credit because even when she said that, he kind of had that look like. I think you're a little bit crazy, but you showed me some crazy shit already, so I can't really doubt right. He you. just had a straight crazy experience because right? he was like fleeing the Germans and he like changed weather systems into this weird shit. Like he he was and ready he just to saw a whole group believe. of females destroy a group of dudes with guns. And oh my god, that fight scene was gorgeous. Was I've never seen one like it. It was so good. The two so, different times fighting against so each even other. Even with that, he was like he he basically was kind of what I would consider any human being. Like I can't doubt you, but I have to doubt you because. You know, in my mind, this is common sense. You can't be yeah. made from clay. And and even though, like, sh- when she meets when she meets Chris Pine's character, uh, Steve, and he has his little band of folks that he always works Mary with, yeah, yeah, like she's o- she saves their asses all the time. Um, and I just like that they let her do that. Like she's you know she's the ace card that they play, and I and I like when they're in the village and they have to they have to improvise um because they they have this one idea and then there's a sniper and they don't know what to do and i like that steve spies that metal thing and he makes a little plan he calls for her to use her powers which are obviously better than all the rest of them put together to set up that attack into the clock tower and get the sniper that's also a um interlude or whatever you want to call it to back when they were fighting the, the when the Amazons were fighting, because you remember, uh, mm-hmm. the, I believe it was the auntie. So correct me if I'm wrong. The auntie told one of the Amazons or the mom shield. Yeah. And then when they said shield, she knew that it was jump it's up. Time to do she launched her in the end. Mm-hmm. She fought. She, um, if I'm correct, she sh- she shot four arrows that yeah. took four people out like it was nothing. Yeah. So when when Diana heard that in that part, it instantly made me think of that. It was he saw that and he was able to see. Okay, this is something she already knew. Recall. She didn't. She, huh? He just rec- memory recall. Bam. Yeah. yeah. She. He knew that the minute he said that, and he could do that. She knew what to do. No question. But that goes back to the concept of a trained warrior. Because mm-hmm. if you're not a trained warrior, if you say some stuff like that, most people are like, "What are you doing, bro? Why would you need to do that?" Mm-hmm. That whole scene showed the, from from beginning when she said, "One of the things I loved was they were at no man's land." And they were like, you know, you just need to wait here. This is how wars are done. We haven't been able to get past in years. This ain't nothing. She was like, I am no man. Yeah. And, and I'm not like y'all. She instantly showed 
Y'all, look, I am Wonder Woman. She I was am so Diana, and I will show you why this means nothing to me. She was so great. You know that scene that was gonna was almost got cut. It almost yes. didn't make it. No, because of her it's pregnancy. so great. It's so good. If she looks amazing. If y'all didn't know, doing that scene, yeah, it's beautifully shot. One of the things they did is they put basically a green screen on her stomach because she was um six five, months, five, at least five, five six yeah. months pregnant. She was clearly showing. They put a green screen on her stomach to make sure they can you know cut it down to be back to the one woman. What a time to be and alive! And she did the full stunt. She did the running up. She did the kicking. She did the show. She even though she was five and six months pregnant. She cared no cares about like I got this. I want mm-hmm. to make sure this movie is authentic. And one of the scenes that I I I personally sh- love the most that showed Diana being Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman being Diana, whatever you want to say. There was a part where later on in the show where they were at this, uh, they were trying to infiltrate this castle. For those of you mm-hmm. who haven't seen it, and um, the main dude, what's his name again? Steve. Steve was like, "Hey, Wonder Woman or Diana, I need you to stay here." Basically being that semi-chauvinistic, that concept of I'm a man, I got this, I'm going to get in. Don't worry, stay Wait here. For me. Mm-hmm. He went to go back to talk to this dude. Let's go do this. And he looked back. She's gone. And to me, that was super Wonder Woman-esque. Wonder Woman has always been, I don't need you telling me nothing. I am me. Like, yeah, that's I the other thing. It. Like, she's never trying to get approval from Steve. Never. She and it's and it's not because she doesn't like Steve or mm-hmm. that she's nasty to Steve. She just honestly does not need his approval. Ooh. And it's so rare to see a story where the woman is not set up as being distracted by a guy. She's honestly yeah. not super. Yeah. She's not interested really. And even though they did kind of, they sent it a little bit in a romantic they direction did. for a they minute, did. which I didn't and like. It, it, it was not Ditto. necessary. They didn't. They didn't need to do it. Um, but I do. I do see why. But they it did. It, for it the did not mess everything up. No, so shout out to no. them. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me let me finish. Then you can say. I see why. I'm not saying it needed to be done, but I see why they did it. Because in two things, one um, really good article I read was the love scene. Yes, most of us Marvel, DC, superhero comic fans love the action, love the concept. But to attract more people, to attract the higher levels of people that like the hopeless romantic, they added several scenes. As we know, one of the major scenes that we they added that was a powerful scene that showed who she was as well as that she didn't need a man was when he went and sacrificed his life to destroy the plane, giving her the concept of... I truly finally understand because beforehand, the concept she was progressing as, you know, Diana, she's progressing as a human in our world because she has, when we first see her leave the Themyscira, she had no clue about the world. You know, we when she was looking at the, the Literally typical never garden, saw a man. She never saw a man. Yeah. She didn't even know what, what dresses were. So as we progressed through the movie, they got to the point where they showed her like, I understand the concept of love, even though it's corny, whatever. Where she was losing. And that concept of love not only showed her who she was, but who she wasn't. And then when I say who she wasn't, I think that's also a powerful concept. Because before that, she thought in every concept, not only was she not the God killer. The God killer was one destroyed. But she had, she would try hard to What the to hell defeat. does that have to do with her? Con- no. I'm, this I'm is, no. This is, no. This I'm is, about hold to finish on. It. No, I'm, let I'm me, about to finish no, it. You no, said you would let me no, finish. You done, bro. Because well, this is why. Bruh, 
She knew the concept of love because she loved her mom. But she no, knew the, the concept love of, of love because she loved her aunt. Love from I know, but other. no, but you love is love. You know what love is. You understand what love is, and you understand how to to love somebody and to lose somebody. Now, being in love, yes, it is. There are different kinds okay. of love. Yes, I get that. But I'm saying is, if you've loved somebody, even in any any manner manifest of that, and you lose that, which she felt that when she left her mom, knowing that there's a chance that she's never going to come back to that place, never mm-hmm. going to see anybody that she knows. So therefore, that scene is not needed. Mm-hmm. Second, that has nothing to do with her getting her powers. Wait, I have to disagree yeah. on both. Hold on, I disagree on both. And the reason why I disagree on both, because I, in general, if we, you know, scriptures, Bible, all that, I'm not even going to go into that, but there's different kinds of love. You don't know that kind of love, the love of a significant other, someone that's not related to you, someone that hasn't done those things, until you have that. So one. So I, I do think... And that's the first dude she met, bruh. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not so. That's what I'm saying. Like that, but, that's but not that, even that was real still, love. But to her, it was. It was, and it was pretty short term. That's what I mean. That's you, so. You, therefore, it's not needed. You, you can call it. No, I never said it was needed. 100. percent I don't think it was needed. I said it was for a certain audience. Maybe. It wasn't for the typical fans. No, that part I'm agreeing with. But you oh. said she also need that was also part of the plot. That has nothing to do with it, the plot. But it did have oh, to do with the plot. No, I got you though. It's not. I, for, but for me though, it wasn't really the love of Steve. But like at the very end, when Aries is trying to to convince her mm-hmm. that all of humanity is garbage yes. and she's literally holding yes. up the car and thinking about throwing it on Dr. Poison Yes, and she's remembering Steve and he was. but is she remembering the romance part I actually don't think she is I think she's okay. remembering the sacrifice part she's remembering the like other that. acts of humanity and, I'll take that I'll take that and that's my point is and they, then, so they, did, they didn't need to kiss off of that that's my point is they <laughs> kind of took out the whole romantic aspect and her seeing mm-hmm. Steve sacrifice himself for others and, change, and that was super moving being, by the way. I am not disagreeing being selfless yeah. Not disagreeing is enough for that, and that's my point. So, like, I'm, so I'm like, disagree with that. But the idea of Steve helps audience. her helps her not side with Aries. The yeah. idea of Steve, but like it, it could also have been a platonic idea of Steve. I'm, I'm agreeing with because, both. I'm agreeing with everything yeah. you said, but it literally me, it weakened her a little bit. To if, me. if you listen to what the what the director mm-hmm. said, it was literally just a drawing more audience. It was to draw on. I mean, what, what, I won't say weakened her, but it weakened your the, concept of her. Not not the concept of her, but just the 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 just the power that I felt the movie was having. I'm with that, and yeah, I can agree with that. But and if it doesn't you ruin the it. Direct, so, 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 yeah, shout it, out to that. Yeah, it doesn't ruin yeah. it. It, didn't, it, it could didn't. have, and it didn't. Yeah, like if like if they would have if they would have made her like if they would have made it too emotional instead of um, like her crying. More, yeah. yeah, like like her breaking down and and being weak as a result. And of like, the, like then I would have had a problem. The, with all it. the all all the merry men including steve like they do seem aware that she's a beautiful lady but they make yeah. hardly any shitty comments yep they don't make any of those sexist comments you expect yeah and like the i think the strongest thing steve ever says about it is that she's distracting which actually yeah. is ambiguous the way he says it because it's yeah. like is it your insane sword that you're carrying around with your outfit or is it you're very <laughs> which, beautiful which, which they made sure they highlighted multiple times even when she had her new outfit yeah it was going on the uh the uh, turntable you know, yeah. can, can you just give me the sword? No, no, I won't give you the sword. Give what well, well, I don't remember what the secretary's name was. Give oh, her yeah. the sword. Can, and it, candy? It, and that, that that's yeah. a part I I, I want to make sure we also think about as well is you realize the only person she was willing to relinquish her sword to was another female. Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't catching that. And You're that's right. a that's a major part of who Wonder Woman is. Wonder Woman has never relinquished what she considered her strength to any man, including Superman. But when it comes to a female that she trusts, she will. Mm-hmm. And even oh. we, if we go back to her concept of what she said is when she was explaining what a secretary was, she was like, "Where I come from, that's called slavery." Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh no. <laughs> oh, the other the other the other thing I I appreciated about because like they were walking a razor's edge by having by having any kind of romance story in it, but I I do like that. Um, so like like the sort of com- the comic book Wonder Woman has a short skirt and she has mm-hmm. like a, a strapless top and they often will show, show it yeah and they show it like they it, especially the comics that are drawn by dudes they they sort of <laughs> emphasize the sexiness like she's mm-hmm. always she's got but popping they, cleavage and stuff i think i know where you're going and in mm-hmm. in the film though made they made a super yeah a super utilitarian version of the classic wonder woman stuff so she she's wearing a short skirt why is she doing that because she rides on fucking horses y'all mm-hmm. she needs she needs a short skirt with split sides and so she, that she can sit on her horse she brings that back when they were talking about the long why does she have dress? no straps because yep. she wants maximum freedom of movement in her shoulder and she has everything tied up really tight like we don't we don't actually see her cleavage and you know at one of the saddest things that I, that happened before the the movie actually came out there was a um major issue mm-hmm. with her not being busty enough oh screw that multiple <laughs> people in the multiple main organizations were like she can't be one woman just because not because of the actress not because of who she was or where she's from just because they felt that she needed to have c to d cup tips yeah and i thought that was ridiculous it, yeah no she looks great in the co- she's it's very recognizable Wonderful. it has all the parts but like it's 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 played very serious like why why does why does wonder woman look like that it's because she was raised makes in a like greek style military context sense, where yeah. that's what's what you would wear yeah to, to have freedom of movement stay cool ride your horse have access to your weapons and get Easy. your business done yeah. and i want to i want to touch on that for a second as well as um on the uniform itself the other the other way that they address that is at that changing room scene when she kicks it and she uh, rips the fabric. Yeah, because she's like she's showing like I can't do what I, can't I need in to do. Yeah, in this. Yeah, therefore it makes sense why you would have a, a pleated skirt where it does move. Yep, mm-hmm. and allow you to 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 fight as you said, ride on a horse, kick, spin, do that sweep that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, even hold a sword. Yeah. the The other aspect of it is too is in the comic books they tend to also show like the the leg portion is like she's wearing like these sandals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and here she's wearing full like battle boots like if you see the front it's a sh- like if you look from yeah you know, it's armor if you look yeah. from a matili- mi- militaristic perspective with their shields it's kind of the trojan theory of if you hold the shield in that position that they do in making the uh the trojan trojan guard failing call failing. It. failing thank you yeah. I, I, it was slipping my mind the failings but her shoes cover from her feet to her knee the shield will cover from her knee, knee. to her shoulder yep. and then yep. she has her her head helmet piece her tiara so everything mm-hmm. is covered even though like you said she still has the freedom for her, her shoulder mm-hmm. movement things of that nature she has the freedom of her legs like yep. so it all made sense in like you said as why well, she would have it the and whole aspect of not i'm trying to look cute this is that's that has nothing to do with this this is all literally yeah. practical use and yeah. one of the major scenes that completely showed that off so i'm glad you brought it up was no man's land yes. when when they started shooting at her with the machine gun she got into that iconic pose that we've seen in the one of them comic books that we've seen in that that time period where she got down got the shield where it it, it stopped at the end of her boots where she had complete guard from her whole body, basically. Her her legs were covered by the boots. The middle of her body was covered by a shield. And even though it's a tiara, but, you know, the tiara itself still guarded their concept of the head. And it was it was what you would see in an actual Greek 
or Roman or that time period fighter. It made sense for who she was. Yeah, and I liked the part about the tiara is given to her after her aunt falls. So it's yeah. like it's like a it's a, a good con- luck charm. It's a talisman. It helps her focus. It helps her remember all her training. Then she gets to wear it the rest of the story. Yeah, how they yeah. put that thought into explaining. This Guard was a great it, do warrior. Right by head, not, honor your not, aunt. When not you just wear that, it. but the the because when you think of Tiara, you don't think of strong. You don't think of no, war. Right. You don't think of no. Those. It's supposed think to be princess. decorative. Yeah. yeah. So that they address that this thing that our society now sees as more soft mm-hmm. is actually strong. Oh yeah. yeah. That and dichotomy. I, I thought while, was we're, while we're discussing how she looks too, I like so when they're sneaking into the castle, she steals that one lady's dress. Yeah. And uh, I love the look up and down. Yeah, and like it so easily could have been this like she's all that moment that would could have kind of mm-hmm. been even more cheese factor than yeah. we really needed. But in and but instead we just get to enjoy how clever she is to sneak into the fucking party because it was a closed party, right? And she got she walked right in because she looked like that good. And um, and the part I love she got with so that, close to everyone she needed to get close to. The part I love with that was still Wonder Woman ish. Yeah, she still had the sword yeah, the up her in her back. Yeah, like it yeah. was a part of the outfit. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. It so so it, it was like it was enjoyable to see her steal the dress, and of course she looks wonderful in the dress. But it was all plot driven. Like she was trying, she was trying to sneak into. She needed a way in. And then she needed to talk amongst these people because she was trying to locate Ares and get close to him. One of the things I want to add with that, which is one thing I was super proud about, is um, mm. they actually showed the lasso of truth not just being just a lie detector. Right. You know, because um, th- that's something we've seen in a lot of her comics where the only time she really uses it is if she needs you to tell the truth. But in the comic books itself, in, in the movie that I thought was freaking amazing, it was a weapon. And in and, and, and that that's really comic book S where she was throwing people around, slapping people, grabbing stuff, where she showed that the last of truth not only was indestructible, which it is, but it was one of her most strongest weapons of who she is. Mm-hmm. When we look at even in the the the, the movie or the, the game Injustice, the lasso of truth is the shit you don't want to fuck with mm-hmm. because it has range. It can grab you. It can fuck you up. And, and it burns you. Dude. It burns you. <laughs> you can't you can't stop the lasso of truth from beating your ass. And 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 that that scene where she was at the you know uh, the the sit the, the the town, she showed that the lasso of truth was the truth. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like she grabbed people, she threw tanks, she did so much awesome stuff with the Lasso of Truth where you see why she always had this as her weapon. Yeah. And it looked great. I like what they chose oh, how they chose yeah. to light it and yeah, it looked good. Make it all shiny white jack it people really up. Good. There's another scene that I thought I wanna say first, I think that the way that it was written, the way the, the dialogue, the script, I think was really well done. It was well um attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, as of the many scenes that we brought up today, the little intricate things that could have made or broken those scenes if done incorrectly. Um, one of the scenes that did really catch my eye and are, are brought, caught my attention was, is that scene when they're in that village and she asked, um, one of the, the, the members of the group, you know, why is he here? And he's basically saying when he that, didn't shoot. No, not him. The, and she was like, well, I wanted to be an actor. Oh, oh yeah. yeah okay okay and, he was, and she was like basically why didn't you and he's like well i was the wrong skin color like that that yeah. stuck with me that racial thing, part? i was like i was like wow how they addressed it it wasn't like i said it's not it wasn't a major thing but it was 
It was real light. It subtle. was it was real light, real subtle, but it was real deep and real mm. like like a wild moment because and again, those are the scenes that I, I, I paid attention to yeah. of her facial expression when he said that. And you can see again in her face is like I I don't get like, yeah, like true it, confusion. Like, that doesn't make sense to me yeah. because where I'm from Skin means nothing. Yeah, it's it's like you said, a meritocracy. It's mm-hmm. all about what you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how well you can do it. That's it. Mm. At the end of the day. Yeah, and it was um, a nice so, it was a nice point about how cruel it is to pigeonhole people mm-hmm. and also what it's like to be shut out of a space. And it was just it was just really light. And that, that actor was actually outstanding too. Yeah. I mean, that whole that whole scene from the beginning of the town, everything about it showed why you had to choose her. I mean, we if we go back to the facial expressions when the snow first came. You can see the pure wonderment, joy, and perplexity that she was seeing. Like, what the hell is, is this? Is this real? You can you yeah. know this was a new thing for her, That's and good. I loved it. I mean, even even when she destroyed the tower and she came walking up, she had that like, yeah, I'm a badass. I do want to ask you, and and bring in the female director aspect of it, mm-hmm. yeah. and um. Uh, the first question I want to ask you is, why do you think having a female director was important and should it be important? Uh, yeah, so I I read that this is actually the first superhero franchise, really in anyone's franchise, that was directed by a woman. Oh, in in history, Reddy's telling me. Um, and you don't, you, there's not a lot of women action movie directors, so I think it's like obviously the, the first time that that. The first time a woman is given a chance to do a project like this, it's it's especially delicious when it's a good project. Um, but then, yeah, I think I think one of the reasons the tone stays so good and they're able to, she had like Diana has some sexuality and they touch on it for just a second. But like I said earlier, it's 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 low on the list of all mm-hmm. the exceptional things about her. She wasn't and the way that she's it. shot. They don't really do like the the beauty pan from head to toe that you see all the time when a woman steps in, onto screen. They they do unfortunately do it to Black Widow quite often in the MCU. <laughs> And you know, and yeah. Scarlett Johansson is beautiful. It's not really about that, but like Black Black Widow is awesome besides how she looks, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman is very, very awesome mm-hmm. besides how beautiful she is. Like she happens to be beautiful. She's not important because she's beautiful, and I think um, she's she's important because she's in she has all all this other amazing stuff, including oh, and including the polyglot thing. She speaks hella languages. That was so it's awesome. Like, what, what she said, like seven thousand, five thousand, some crap like that. Languages. That's beautiful. And all these guys are like, "Who's this uppity chick?" And they're like, "Whatever, she can read the book. Shut up. Like, listen to what she has to say." Um. So I just like I appreciated that they because. Like, I think it let the Wonder Woman story be super deep. Um, and there was just a lot of nuances, especially in how the women related to each other that maybe... And I'm not saying men can't get it, but I think a woman gets there faster with, like, how you can tell <laughs> a story, especially between women. And one of the things I, 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 I have to agree with you, I, 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 have, well, I have to disagree with you on one part. I honestly don't believe a male director could have made this movie to the level of enjoyment it was. Maybe because not. One of the things, like you said, which is, I mean, unfortunately, I, I'm a guy. I'm straight and I love females. But when we think of the Black Widow, anytime she shows up in a movie, the first time she shows up or when she does something, the first thing they pan towards it, the tits or the ass or her skin tight outfit. 
But when Wonder Woman did everything, you it, it, it was never, it didn't go from chest on up. Right. It didn't go from ass on up, which we always see in Marvel and DC movies. It went from... No, there's a lot of shoulder cuts yes. with no bust actually with no bust. in it. A because lot of framing with just her shoulders they wanted and her face. You see the power of her. Of her. And her not face. Not the power of her mm-hmm. body. The power of her face. The power of her acting. And it from beginning they, to end. Even as a child. That's like, true. They, they wanted to make sure you had that connection with Wonder Woman is a beast and trying to be a beast before she's a beast. Oh, and they do... Sh- they, there is quite a bit of shots of her legs but it's always when they're doing awesome stuff yes but it, <laughs> practical it, shots yeah of, of inaction of yeah when a lot a lot of times we get that vice versa where literally like if, if we if this was a dude I, I will say this in most cases it probably would have been she were just standing there and we would have started at her boots and slowly went up and you would have showed her gorgeous leg yeah. for a couple seconds and it would have stopped at her chest and then it would have went to her face. But and instead it was like... music cue of God knows what. Yeah. yeah. But instead it was like you saw her legs when she was kicking ass, when she was about to do something, when she was about to do something, when it was amazing. And the only time yeah. they ever really focused on, I guess you could say, a busty era for the most part was when the first time she had put on the outfit and it wasn't to show off her chest. It was to show off her outfit. To yeah. show off this is the iconic... Wonder Woman oh. outfit. And with that, I wanted to add one thing. One thing I, I love and I kind of missed, they never said Wonder Woman in the whole movie. That's right. She's Diana the whole time. She's I love Diana. that too. And, I and love that too. I, I think that's a powerful concept it where is. people don't realize where... She's a person. She's a person. And she would never call herself, herself that. Wonder Woman. Exactly. And that's, that's why we don't hear it. Use. That, that's not even the concept. And I love that detail too. I love that. that that's a major part mm-hmm. because if you look at every other movie, some part, sometimes someone says oh. Superman. Someone says Batman. Someone says Green Lantern. Someone said that. But in her, from beginning to the end, she they showed her development of... I am Diana, a historian, and at the end... And I have a mission. I have a mission, and at the end, I'm Diana, the historian. That's right. That's good. Two other, com- two other things coming from a woman director. Actually, three three things. Just a quick quick shout out to the podcast audience of what it actually means to like be the director. Like, What is that person's job when they're making the film? They decide where to put the camera. That's essentially mm-hmm. what they're doing. So they, set, they decide all the shots, and that really sets up how the story is told so when we and so one of the one of the few times we actually see a full body shot of diana just walking through the screen is is in was when she's crossing no man's land and to me there's actually nothing sexy about it she is majestic she's like a lion she's an animal like she is a force of nature the the thought for me for that scene was like you said i didn't i didn't i didn't even nothing sexual came to my mind about that scene to me it brought me to the same feeling that i had when i watched troy and um, mm-hmm. uh, achilles uh fights the big dude in the first place uh, i love it like or the the same thing with him and hector mm-hmm. it was like she is a beast she, damn yeah. like and all those guys are in so much yeah trouble. like yeah. like like she <laughs> like she literally yeah. is like damn she's a badass Oh, she about to, she about to with some ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not the feeling of oh my gosh. She said, and I think it is like you said, yeah. a result of the choice of shots, yeah, the choice of direction. And like I wasn't actually scared for her. I knew I knew she wasn't about to be a martyr. I was scared for everyone that's about like, to get the fucked crew, up yeah. by her. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's the same feeling that I felt when I felt when I saw Achilles, Brad Pitt, and Troy um, face that guy. I was like, oh, I'm not worried about 
Achilles. I'm worried about what's going to happen to yeah. this dude. And the, my last little comment about the female direction thing is that although they, and this is actually I think is why the romance thing doesn't kill it, is because they they make out and then we don't see them in bed. And I actually think that <laughs> that's really important yeah. that we don't see them. Did they go to bed? Maybe. It's suggested that maybe they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, they can allude to it. Up, up yeah. to your mind, right? Right. And, then, and, and, and that's so titillating, right? Because if Diana was raised on an island of all women, she's a virgin. And like, like the idea of the of a virgin is like men obsess about this idea mm-hmm. like you know a woman's first time or something and it's just we don't get to have it like it's not it's not there for us to consume like whatever mm-hmm. happened between diane and steve is not none of our business yeah, other than they probably they, they may have done something we don't get to see what it is like they and again that's like a nod to her humanity like she, she's not present in the film only to serve men men yeah mm-hmm. exactly and and i thought just like just to add on what you said i thought it was mm-hmm. perfect is that is the aspect of it that is relating to her as a human being as just as a human being like we all have secrets we all have things that we want to keep private that should be private to us and a few people in our lives and that if it did or it didn't happen regardless yeah that's not for us to know that's not it's a part of the story but it should not be a a focal point yeah and later when she's remembering steve and and rejecting Aries. It's it, those... it wasn't because they boned. Yeah, like it. Was... <laughs> it wasn't her flashing back to you yeah. know cutscenes of Kissing. her grabbing the sheet or her looking right. good, like into his eyes during the exactly. The scene. It that's wasn't what that. Usually, you would see in those. Yeah, and most guy directors. Yeah, her her real interaction with him of you know the, the those real interactions. Not him being a real yeah. person trying to save and try to actually help mankind, help what he believed was. The best thing to do. She went back to like, yo, he was a good dude. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that would give his life to be the best. And I love the concept where when we saw at the end, when um, at the actually end of the movie where, you know, we finally realized, you know, Wayne, Bruce, or Batman sent it. Only thing she didn't say, like, thank you for giving my love back. Thank you for reuniting my love. She said, thank you for giving him back. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was more symbol uh, symbolistic of what he meant to her not not in love not fucking not not putting in but being a true american hero sacrificing his life for the greater good mm-hmm. and that to me is what that showed because they, they used that picture they used a picture before they had sex they used a picture of when they were really learning who, it was after that battle yeah after the battle mm-hmm. and that that's a major that's if you don't really get it, that's a major concept. It's not about the sex. It's not about even that picture wasn't even about the love. It was who he oh, was yeah. when it comes. He changed my life and showed me the the world of man. I was just going to th- throw two two more things that I liked about the film before we wrap up. I really liked the backstory artwork, the way they did the CGI with the oil paintings. Mm. It was beautiful. I've not seen You're it. You're talking about with the gods mm-hmm. and stuff? Hadn't seen something like that before. Really appreciated it. And then I also really appreciated the choice to move Wonder Woman's, like the main story that we're watching her in is on World War One, which we don't hear about very much. And, and I know that she was developed to go along with World War Two. And it was an interesting thing to move her. It let us look at a, at a lot of different stuff mm. um, compared to, to some some things that we see more often in film. Um, but like some of some of the true horrors and like dr poison's development of a more deadly version of mustard gas like we, we don't hear about it as much now but mustard gas was such a devastating unacceptable horrible deadly deadly yeah. deadly weapon and we kind of forgot about it i think and it was nice to 
not nice, but like very interesting and moving to have that touched on again. And also like the way that that World War One was was fought. That's actually like how PTSD came to be mm-hmm. observed as a condition because the conditions mm-hmm. were so horrible. So Everyone who went there was fucked up. You either died or you were permanently disabled by trauma. And we like, saw that scene yeah. truly when she first got to the front lines. And yeah. I, I, I love what you said is is so impactful because when. They were first walking through and they talked about the horse and she wanted to help the horse. And then she saw all the guys that were being maimed that you can see they've been through hell and back. Mm-hmm. You can see the distress on her face of just, I want to help them. But I know there's nothing I could do right now. And this now. is a war that's foreign to me. Like the, the level of weaponry that they had in her island was not like that. Nowhere near. And um, and and yeah, like the, 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 the battle that we have close to the beginning where the... Um, Amazons have their horses and yeah. archery related weapons and then we see the Germans with their guns and you think that it's going to be a closeout but the Amazons actually win that battle mm-hmm. even though they don't have any firepower and I and shout out to them rappelling forward off of cliffs that was <laughs> outstanding so that was crazy so like a lot awesome. of epic visuals so like Patty Jenkins turned it in like never never let it be said that a woman can't direct an action flick and it looked great one of the things I <laughs> wanted to touch on Themyscira that uh, a lot of people don't know, but they did show briefly, even if it was briefly, Themyscira had mystical creatures. Did they? they? Did, yeah. They, I didn't really catch the, them. Themyscira, cool. if, if, there, was, there was a good part in the beginning where you remember right before she jumped on the little tower? She saw a creature that, of course, we've never seen before. And that was that homage to Themyscira had magical creatures that were nowhere else in the world. Oh, okay. Nice. Before to to wrap this up real quick, I just want to wrap up and touch on. Um, I do think that this movie was very well done. I think it's important that we have it, and I do want to put it in some perspective and to give some idea of why it's so important to have a strong female uh, character superhero portrayed on the big screen for uh, the world. Some things that I, that will help put it in perspective is. Wonder Woman has been around since Wonder Woman started in 1941. And Wonder Woman is equally as popular, if not more popular than, than Superman. Correct. But yet there's been nine Superman films, 12 yeah. Batman films, Ant-Man, Meteor Man. And I'm going to just go on a little diatribe about Meteor Man. It's an underrated movie. Y'all don't hate on my man, Robert Townsend. He did a great job in Meteor Man, but I digress. Back to what I was saying. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, 9 Superman, 12 Batman, Ant-Man, Meteor Man, Swamp Thing, Doctor Strange, and countless other male uh, superhero movies that are not as popular as Wonder Woman. So that just tells you the, 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 the demographic that we live in that caused that kind of unbalance. And so it is important that young women, young girls young men see that there are strong women out there that there are uh strong individuals and that they have something to look up for um i saw on twitter the other day that there's um you know there's been a spike in young girls going to school dressed as wonder yes. woman yes. that yes. there's boys saying that they want their wonder woman and that you know that the, just the rhetoric of those little girls in the speeches that they're saying is um like there was a little girl that told her teacher um they said something and and she corrected him and said no I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be Wonder Woman. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be a strong woman. I don't need to be a man. And with what and you just sp- that idea and those and those in the in the youth of that idea can affect change. Mm-hmm. And with what you said, one of the things I have to agree with you, 
There's only been one right now. There's been two Wonder Woman movies. We got one right now in 2017, and it was one in the 70s, which was only part of the series of when they had Wonder Woman as a side character of a Batman slash um, Batman slash um, Superman uh, TV show. She got basically a TV adapted movie, and even at that time, it was one of the high, most highly publicized movies. But yet you goes back to that concept where they didn't want to show that female empowerment. This movie is, it shows women that they don't have to be maids. They don't have to be second, second to others. They are, they are the heroes of their own world. Mm -hmm. They, they can be as powerful as Superman, but still be as ladylike as they want to be. And I love that. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, Marvel, make a, uh, make a black widow picture. I'll see it. (laughs) Bonus if it's a woman director, and that's sad to me because because I don't think I don't think that's coming. It's just it's not been planned. around forever, and they're not doing nah, it. I think they're gonna do a vixen. They want to mm-hmm. do a vixen, but you know when that's coming out? Or Ironheart. So the the potential next female based movie in Marvel, which is the only reason why I say Marvel is really well, behind do a Wonder Woman too, but is probably not happening to a little bit after. The end of all the major Marvel movies we've seen, which is like 2020, 2024. And that's sad because well, Marvel has some great, awesome, powerful female characters that can be, you know, they, they can be just as impactful to, to give women the same level of. Now, I'm not even going to say feminist, so because I, I, sometimes that's used as a negative word, but empowerment to, to, to the, the strength of self. And it's just sad that Marvel, I, I do believe in general as a whole, when it comes to the universe and gen- this kind of concept, Marvel is a little bit be, be behind in this concept. Well, we'll see what will happen. Um, they might change their mind after they see the response in the money talk. So money the, talks, the response that Wonder, Wonder Woman is getting been on top of the box well, office for well over five time. times the budget already. Yeah. So not that, only that, but she's one of the Wonder Woman is one of the highest grossing films, not only of this year, but of ever. Nice. She beat Batman. She beat Batman versus Superman right now out of DC films. Mm-hmm. She's in the top Hey, Three. I cannot validate these stats that he's giving and off. So if you, if you do want to see these, if you do want to see these stats, you can always go to dcmovies.com oh. where they show that Wonder Woman right now is in the top five of all time movies when it comes to the DC universe with the ability to become number one because of how fast it's not only selling in America, but it's also selling in other countries besides some of the Middle East that banned it because only one reason, one reason only because of her ethnicity, which is sad to me. Yeah. And it, just reflecting on the entire thing, it reminds me of why I like the Ray character in Star Wars: The Force Awakens so much. It's mm, a very, mm. it's a similar idea. She doesn't doesn't need a guy. She's been taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. Her, she's very business like, and uh, she cares about what she cares about. And men are fairly irrelevant to her thought her thought process. <laughs> and t- hella girls are dressing up as Ray too. Like that's yeah. it's very meaningful. It's you to see that. You're going to have a, a a Halloween this year of all Wonder Women's and Wonder Women's and Rays and that's great because yeah. before you had a lot of females wanting to be Superman and want to be these characters that aren't a female based character. Now they can be somebody that represents who they are yeah. because when we see it in media, you need representation that looks like you. Yeah, you do. Without representation, representation really I look important. like you, you really don't know 
young people don't know who to really look forward to. Now they can be Wonder Woman. They can be outspoken. They can not have someone tell them they need a man. So with that being said, we all are agreeing that Wonder Woman should be seen. You should see it. Uh, I would definitely want you guys to leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about Wonder Woman, what you uh, think about what we thought about the movie, and uh, the movies that you are anticipating coming up soon. Um, any as well as any other subjects or topics you want us to talk about, you Spider-Man. can leave that on uh, co-founder dot our co-founder at thesonicbreakdown.com or go to thesonicbreakdown.com or thestaywokepodcast.com and leave a comment there and we'll get back to you. Uh, definitely check out for our Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter pages, all thesonicbreakdown.com or the Sonic Breakdown or Stay Woke Podcast. So you know our motto, live, listen to some great music. And for this podcast, the movie ones, we say watch some great movies and above all, love more. And we're out.